the holy name of Jesus. Amen. Christianity was prohibited for the first 300 years that we existed. Why is that? Why couldn't they tolerate us? Why did they go to such extent and expense to try and get rid of us and to quash us, even to kill us? Why? Because now we think that we're kind of celebrated. People think that we're cute sometimes even. People think they were cute enough to be made part of their annual Christmas celebrations, whether or not they believe in our little baby Jesus or not. They like our stuff because we have the nicest stuff. We have the coolest stuff in the church. And they will take what they like and leave behind what they don't. All the pagan holidays, they didn't really stick around. They didn't last. They're no good. They weren't any fun. So what was it that made them hate us so much back then? Well, because we have a king who is not of this world. That's what epiphany means. The very word epiphany means it was something when, when an area was conquered and, and the king would come and, and announce his reign. That is an epiphany. Do we still believe any of this? Do you still believe any of this? That we have a king who is not of this world and who is above this world? Who is before this world and who is after this world even? Do you believe that? And if you do, do you believe that that has anything at all to do with this world? Your citizenship in the kingdom of God supersedes all other citizenships that you may have. Your position and your status as a soldier and a pilgrim in the kingdom of God is over and above all other devotions that you may have. So, Herod the king is a little bit worried when the wise men come to him and they say, Hey, we heard that there is a new king in town. Can you show us where he is? Well, Herod. Here's that the Jews have a new king. But he's the king. Uh-oh. I mean, honestly, it seems like the wise men are not really so wise here. Remember, magi doesn't really just mean like smart people. It means magicians or... or kind of sorcerers, wizards. It's, it's probably best to think uh, less of, of kingliness with the Magi and more of like Gandalf or something like that. These guys are weird and they are from a strange place and there they are. And you know what? They think that everyone else is also going to be really, really excited about this new king. And they rejoice exceedingly with great joy when they see the star. And of course they think that everyone else is going to rejoice exceedingly with great joy. Why wouldn't they? But there they are. And Herod. Herod. Herod's crafty, isn't he? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I would love to find this new king, too. So when you find him, please just tell me where he is so, so I can go and worship him, too. We know how that turns out. We heard it this last week. 
He finds out where the new king has been born and proceeds to kill every single uh, boy child in the city to try and get rid of him. Yeah. Herod can't stand this new king. He hates this new king. And nothing has changed. The world still hates this Jesus, this king. Because the world currently thrives on division and hatred. And if you're not divided and if you're not hateful enough, then there's got to be something wrong with you. The very idea that you and me, who are very different from one another, that we could ever be able to love one another, that's a scandal. Herod doesn't like that. The world doesn't like that. Because we're supposed to be very divided because I'm this and you are that. But Jesus is born. He's born a king. And he preaches that you ought to love your neighbor. And there's no footnotes there. There's no explanations to that. Yeah, love your neighbor. But what if there? No, there's nothing like that. How can I love my neighbor if they're devoted to contrary ideas and believe different things than I do? Nope, not there either. Yet, you're here. And you're here on a day when something very extraordinary happened. You're here on a day when devotion to this or that person has become something of paramount importance to everyone. We got distracted and we've become lost, I think. But you're here because you have a king who draws to himself Hebrew shepherds, Gentile nobility, you have a king who draws these peasant shepherds and the wise men both to himself. He's not picking one or the other. He wants them all. With this king, everyone is in and no one is out. That is what he has come to bring. That is his rule. That is what he has come to bring to this kingdom. That is how he is going to be king. That is what he has come to give to you here. Right now. And this. This is an enduring kingdom. It will not fail. How do I know? Because it's outlasted every single other kingdom and empire and state and ruler on the face of the earth. And that, dear friends, is why we were illegal. Some places today, it's still not allowed. There, are, there is a Christian church allowed in China. You have to get your messages checked, of course. <laughs> That's how the state would love to have it. Because the very idea that I might love my neighbor... For the sake of Christ, who has loved me, 
poor, miserable sinner that I am, that is beautiful. The world is so evil. And evil always runs towards ugliness and chaos. But truth and righteousness, Jesus Christ, this everlasting King, he brings love and order. An order that says that he loves us and we love one another. That will endure in this kingdom will not fail. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.